We're up to Simon Tov Mem Zion Sif Hey. We'll be um, spending a few days on this Sif. Um, Tov Mem Zion Sif Hey is referring to food that was prepared before Pesach for Pesach, and uh, they were not careful to do it especially for Pesach. Um, and I was buying things that were that were that are not really chametzik, but they may have been prepared in a way that they could have absorbed some chametz, and we'll see what that is, and whether or not one can use it for Pesach. Now um, we're beginning with the beginning of Sifhei, but the truth of the matter is that this is all the shitas hamachaber. Um, we're going to be seeing later that the Ramah actually argues with this. So let's begin with the shitas hamachaber, which for Ashkenazim is uh, non halacha lamaisa. So the Machaber begins, Sifhei Bosser Yovesh Ugvina Vedogim. Dried meat, cheese, and fish, Shenimlochu Kodoma Pesach, that were salted before Pesach, Velo Nizru Behem, and one was not careful with them. Now what does this mean? This is referring to number one, that they were salted in regular Chametz Kalim. Second, Lo Nizru Behem, the salt was not special salt that was set aside for Pesach. Um, and it may be that there was a crumb or two in the in the uh, in the in the salt. The machaber nevertheless holds muterli ochlam pesach. The machaber sheet is that it is muter to eat this on pesach. Now, what's pshat in this? So the first principle is, and let's talk about what exactly the transfer of taste is um, when you salt things. There's a halacha of maliach koroteach that any time something is salted, it is considered as if it is hot. Roteach means hot, very much like when something is roasted. Um, it has the properties of roasting with regard to its ability to transfer taste. That's one principle. A second principle is kavush kumavushal. That is that if something is soaked in a liquid for 24 hours, it has all the properties of bishal, of actual cooking. There is tzli and there is bishal. Now, going back to the first one, which is uh, malicha, which is the equivalent of tzli, so the the rule is that unlike fisha, malicha does not have the ability to draw flavor that has been absorbed into a keli. This is the rule of ein malicha lekelim lahaflit. That malicha salting does not have the ability to extract taste that is absorbed into a keli. Consequently, if you went and salted um, your meat, your fish, your your uh, your uh, cheese, um, you salted this in a pot. Um, the halachi is that it will not be able, it will not have the ability to, to draw the taste out of it. And this would even be if the, if the pot would be a ben yomo, meaning that within 24 hours it was actually used for chametz. Nevertheless, this would not have the, the malicha would not have the ability to draw out the chametz. Um, now, the, the second rule is, uh, what happens if something was soaked in a keli? Uh, meaning it was sitting in a puddle. So here, uh, let's say again, the case of the meat, the fish, the cheese, it was sitting in water in a keli. So there, there the problem is kvisha. And kvisha, unlike malicha, does have the ability to extract. So number one, we have a rule of stam kelim enum b'nei yoman. We say that your average keli was not used within 24 hours, and therefore we can assume that this keli was not used for chametz within 24 hours, unless you're, you're sure otherwise. And therefore, you are, um, we do not say that the kfisha will extract anything, because after 24 hours, we said the, ke- the keli becomes nosen tam lefkam, the taste in it is off, um, and therefore whatever is absorbed into the food now would not be considered chametz. 
Uh, what we already learned that on Pesach itself, we are machmer with nos and tam gam before Pesach, since this was done in preparing the food before Pesach, that would not be problematic. Now, then the Mishnah goes on further. What happens if the keli was a ben yomo? So with regard to malicha, that's not a problem because we say that malicha does not have the ability to extract flavor anyway. How about kvisha? The fact that it was soaked should give it the ability to extract it. And this time the keli was a ben yomo. But we saw that how long does it take for uh, soaking to extract flavor? That takes 24 hours. Now, by the time it was able to extract the flavor, 24 hours later, the keli could not have been a ben yomo from the chametz, because if you used it for chametz before you started soaking it, so the clock started then, and the 24 hours were over before it soaked for 24 hours. We are somach on this b'dyeved. We will see later there's a beer halacha that wants to be machmer in certain situations. However, the halacha is the b'dyeved, it is mutter, and uh, the machaber is going with this. Um, that after it's been soaked, uh, after it's been soaked for 24 hours, even if it was a ben yoma, we do not consider it nosen tam l'shvach, we consider it nosen tam gam, and we'll not be able to answer anything. So once again, the machamber shita is that whether it was that your food, your, your non-chametz food, your meat, your, your fish, your, your, um, your cheese, was salted in a keli that is chametz stick, or sat in a puddle in a keli that was chametz stick, the halacha would be that the food itself is mutter, if this happened before Pesach, because ain malicha lekelim lahaflit, malicha the salting does not draw out the flavor, and even kvisha um, would only take place after 24 hours, and by then we say that the, the, whatever taste you had inside the keli was already no sentam gone. And under all circumstances, if you don't know that the keli was used within 24 hours, our assumption is that it's an eno ben yomo. Now, um, with regard to the... Um, to the issue of uh, of soaking, where we say that that it takes uh, 24 hours, um, the truth of the matter is that there are exceptions to this. There is a halacha of kvisha betzir. Kvisha betzir is what happens if you salt something and put it in a pot, and the salt is extracting liquid. This very strong brine, the very sal- the, 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 that very strong um, salted uh, liquid that is extracted from something when you do salt it well. That is called seer. If something sits in a, pu- a puddle of seer, the amount of time that it takes for something to boil on the fire, it is already considered kavush. So that although um, the halachi is that kvisha is in 24 hours, that's only when you're dealing with a regular liquid. When you're dealing with seer, when you're dealing with that liquid that is extracted by way of salting, in other words, if it was not sitting in a puddle of water. It was sitting in a puddle of the brine that was extracted by way of the salt. There we say that it, it, it uh, has the ability to absorb in no time. Um, it has the ability to absorb um, in the amount of time that it takes for, for something to boil, which is not very long. So here, if the keli was a ben yomo, there would be a problem. If the keli was a ben yomo, then it is extracting the taste from the, uh, from the keli. Unlike malicha, kvisha does have the ability. Kvisha in sir does not take 24 hours, so it's nosen tam l'shvach if the keli was a ben yomo, and here it would actually be aser. The Mishtabur does say that B'makam Hef said you can rely on those who say that even in Sira it takes 24 hours for it to absorb. Again, we are still going within the Shita of the Machaber. Now, um, we go further. Um, the, uh, the, um, in, in a case where, where you have Malicha, you salted, uh, you salted your meat, your cheese, or your fish, um, and it was also sitting in a puddle at the same time. Um, so now, what we say is like this. 
even if the if the uh, if the keli was a, uh, a ben yomo. So what we want to say is that you have tzir over here that is extracting the flavor. When you have tzir coming out of 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 uh, a food that is salted, and there is other water sitting there also. So again, you salted it, and it's sitting in a puddle of water too. We say that the puddle of water is actually going to weaken the ability of the salt to uh, to extract anything before 24 hours. So once again, this is going to be called Nosen Tam Lifkam. This is all before Pesach. On Pesach itself, even according to the Mechaber, that's going to be problematic. Um, so now let's go further in the Mechaber. And the Mechaber says, Mihu. Dogim maluchim hashrim b'mayim bepesach b'kli chametz. If you're talking about salted fish that are sitting in water on Pesach in a chametz keli, yesh lahachmir lizarimehem. That the mechaber is moda that one should not eat on Pesach. B'pnei sheim bolim bepesach b'pleitus akelim because they're being bolea on Pesach from whatever the kelim are giving out. The chametz bePesach bemashu, and chametz on Pesach is in a mashu, meaning there is no bittel. In other words, here we're saying that even if there's a mashu of chametz that got that got absorbed into it while it is soaking there, it would not be bottle because this is on Pesach itself. So on Pesach, the halachi is that we are afraid that even if you have liquid in in a keli, but we're dealing with salted meat, fish, or cheese. We are afraid that on Pesach, the salt causes it to extract a little bit from the keli. And as a result of that, it will be able to asser everything on Pesach. So if it happened before Pesach, even though a little bit may be extracted, but that's batl b'shishim, there's no din of mashu, there is Torah's bittel before Pesach. But if this happened on Pesach itself, or you allowed it to continue to soak on Pesach itself, there it would be asser. Now, what happens if... Uh, if it was not in a puddle, um, it was salted, but you find that there was no tzir that came out of it, or and there was no water there. It was completely dry. Salted meat, cheese, fish that was sitting in a chametz pot over Pesach. More than that, what if it's not salted? You ha- you find kosher Pesach food that was accidentally placed in a chametz container. According to the Mechaber, there's absolutely no problem with it, even if it was there for 24 hours, even if it was salty, as long as it wasn't sitting in a puddle, because ein malicha lekelem lahaflit, we say that malicha does not have the ability to extract anything, not even a mashu, um, of, from that keli, which is chametz. Now, the Magen Avram brings down that herring is considered charif, and um, unlike uh, unlike simple salted fish, herring because it's uh, because it's so much uh, sharper, uh, it's stronger. We say that even if it's sitting in a puddle of water, that is not mavatel the koach hamelach. Um, that will not compromise the on the the ability of the um, of the of the uh, of the salt in it to extract flavor from the keli. So even if you're dealing with the, with a uh, even if even if it's before Pesach. If it's a keli that is uh, a ben yomo, we would say that the um, that we would say that the the uh, the the, um, the sharpness of the herring will absorb something from the keli. Not only that, but lechatchila, uh, even if the keli is an eno ben yomo, you shouldn't really be be using this for Pesach, and you certainly shouldn't be lechatchila planning on on uh, on preparing your herring in a keli chametz for Pesach itself. And not only that, but the Mishnah Brewer says that um, 
Mishtaburah says that Bidiyevid, although we're makel in a keli ben yomo, but in a keli ben yomo, we would be machmer. So once again, in the case of herring, because it's, we, because herring is so strong, we say that even though it was sitting in a puddle of water, that would not have the ability to weaken the, uh, the, uh, the power of the, um, of the, uh, of the salt on the fish from being bolea. And therefore, if the keli was a ben yomo, it is asr even bidiyeved. If the keli was an ena ben yomo, the halacha would be that it is mutter bidiyeved, but only bidiyeved.